You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. 21 Days of Praying for Revival. I immediately think of Daniel setting his face to fast and pray. He prayed for 21 days. What I find most interesting is that there is no indication that he knew it was going to take 21 days before the angel Gabriel broke through the principalities to bring word and vision to him. I wonder how long he would have gone. He didn't know the answer would come on day 21. I also wonder what would have happened if he gave up on day 15 or day 19, maybe thinking his prayers didn't work. Would he still have seen the results of his prayer? This is so similar to the disciples in the upper room. Jesus said, tarry in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from above. He didn't say how long they were to wait there, and he didn't tell them what the answer would look like. Both Daniel and the early disciples were praying until. They didn't know what the answer would be or how long it would take. Daniel's came in 21 days, the disciples tarried 10 days. They were not on a prayer and fasting program or some spiritual experiment with a start and a finish date and key points and Bible readings and meal plans that they could follow each day. They were just there praying until, not sure of what exactly would happen. This is where we get the acronym PUSH. Pray until something happens. English preacher Siddler Baxter, when he was 85 years of age, said, I have pastored only three churches in my more than 60 years of ministry. We had revival in every one, and not one of them came as a result of my preaching. They came as a result of the membership entering into a covenant to pray until revival came. And it did come every time. <laughs> they prayed until, until revival came. They didn't know when it would or how it would. They just committed until. He called it a covenant of prayer. And that's a word we don't hear too often, covenant. It is the highest commitment. It is marriage. It's for better or worse. It's for come what may. This is where you will find me on my knees until, until the answer comes and in whatever shape it comes. The faith mission that St. Duncan Campbell started also with a covenant to pray. It says that some people gathered to seek God in prayer each day after work. Sometimes they prayed right through the night until dawn. But a day came when the very room was shaken, as in the days of the early church, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and with joy unspeakable and full of glory. They prayed until, until the room was shaken and until the Holy Spirit was given. They prayed until. There is something about result-orientated prayer, praying until. It's just so biblical and it's so effective. It's how our Lord taught and inspired us to pray. It is different to praying for the sake of praying. 
you know, that religious clock in and clock out. I hope I said the right words. I'm, I'm sure God will do something with what I said or what I asked for, but if it happens or if it doesn't happen, I'm, I'm okay with it. That is not praying until. That is a fruitless exercise in something like spiritual tourism. It's look and leave and having nothing to show for it except a t-shirt. Praying until is praying for results. It's what is needed if we are to see revival sweep our land and fill our churches. We've spoken about some of the wonderful results of praying for revival. Souls being saved, healings, mass deliverance. But they don't just stop there. After the Second Great Awakening, there was also a radical reformation of society that followed the revival. Christians became leaders in many social concerns such as education, prison reform, Sabbath observance, women's rights, child labor was stopped, the modern missionary movement was birthed, which took the gospel to millions in foreign nations. Sunday schools were started for children, the abolition movement which put an end to slavery, the list goes on and on and on. Such incredible results beyond the walls of the church, into society, into the business world, into government, into the very laws of society. As we continue with our prayer, let's be result orientated in our prayers. That is, having a heart to pray until, until we see the results we want to. We are not participating in a spiritual exercise with maybe we will see what we're looking for or maybe we won't. We are praying for results and looking for them each day like Elijah's servant went, was sent to look for the answers to Elijah's prayers living with real expectation, expectation that today could be the day. So let's not pray for the sake of praying, but for the sake of souls, for the sake of the sick, for the captives, for the sake of society and its transformation. These are the results of revival and the results that come when we pray until. So Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee, send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days. 